The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they do put the giddy-up in the giddy-up cowboy. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back Sooner than you think, we hope, before this introduction is over. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we're the people that sit on our blessed assurance. Let's not do that. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. My last five or six jokes haven't been that funny, so I don't know why. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care. For the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Have you ever planned to do something, maybe in your schedule or throughout the day, and you have appointments and so on and so forth, and you keep thinking as each thing gets closer, gee, if I only had another 30 minutes, gee, if I only had another 30 minutes. Have you ever felt like you were just always a little bit behind? I know I have. I bet a lot of you have too. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. Reach out to us. Touch base with us. You know, you, you're you welcome to uh, talk to us. You're welcome to send a text, an email. We're going to give you those opportunities to do so. But I want you to know that if you're one of those people that listen and go, oh, I'm afraid, I don't want to call, we promise we won't bite. We might gnaw a little, but we won't bite. We'll be nice about it. You can reach out to us and call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll be talking to Captain Chris. And that's like getting two scoops of raisin in your cereal. Because then you will be... There you go. Two scoops of raisin. Uh, raisins, plural. Uh, you can call us. You can text us. 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Please don't call that number. That's only for texting. 214-210-8483. You can also email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. That's david, as in david, at, as in that little at symbol, 
he must increase.org. We're going to send you to the website. Before we do, I want to tell you a couple of things and a few things are going to blow your mind. On the web, listen to me. Uh, listen to me. On the website, under that little hamburger thing, I always tell you about the three lines at the top right. On the website, there's three lines. If you click on those lines and go to the bottom two links, you will see something that says brochures in process. AAA, and then below that, you will see brochures in process, ZZZ. You can go to those to look at what we're looking at printing and what I want from everybody, not officially, just your, is I want you to look at them and tell me, do you like A more or Z more? That's all. You don't have to call in to do it. You can text. You can email. You can call in. That's fine. But I want you to go to the website, look at those things, and go, oh, I like A. Oh, I like Z. Now, don't say, I like G. I like F. That ain't going to work. It's A-A-A or Z-Z-Z. Okay? Uh, and then no rock and roll reference there. I'm just saying, go to the website and then check that out and let us know what you think. Also, don't forget that's the place to give, and giving is an important part of our functioning as a ministry for uh, our ability to pay our own bills and the radio bill and just to survive and keep doing this and have the fun that we're having and be a blessing if we can be a blessing. And then prayer requests and praise report. Please go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. I love that. <laughs> I just think it's so. It's so good. I don't care. what. It's just great. People are like, well, that's just kind of weird stuff. Well, you're the one listening, so what does that say? Um, we're going to start off with prayer because one of our favorite callers, Deborah, had an issue and uh, ended up I, – I, she was in the hospital. They were actually considering surgery. I think she's home now, or at least she's connected with Susie, and Susie's like uh, – uh, helping her listen to the the radio show, whatever the case may be. Listen, you guys have your faith out there, and I have my faith here, and it's not that complex. If I have an ounce of faith and you have an ounce of faith and, and everybody who's listening has an ounce of faith, we have several ounces of faith, and that's what we want to use to pray. So we want to pray for Deborah, and we're also going to pray for Rob and Cindy. I just feel that need to keep praying for them as well. We'll pray for Ukraine later on the show, but let's just pray for these two uh, these two uh, families, so to speak. And Deborah's a part of our radio family. So, I mean, I want you to really take that burden on. You know, you carry one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So let's pray. Father, we lift up Deborah to you. She's precious to us. We ask you to bless her. We ask you to encourage her. We ask you to chase away the fears that are dancing around her head and her heart. And we ask you to give her a sense of confidence and peace. We, we are pleading with you, Jehovah Rapha, to be the God that heals and the God that ministers to her and comforts her and give her that ability to be 
upright to, to function as normal as she can at the top of her game. Bless her in that. We also lift up Rob and Cindy to you, my very dear friends, that you would give them peace. They're not going to find out for seven or eight days what's going on. Their uh, result is uh, rather serious as well. And we are asking for your grace and mercy. And in both of these situations, take away the fear and replace that with peace and be the God of comfort that we know you are and Scripture declares you to be. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so keep them in prayer. I don't want to hear anything. Just pray for them. Don't You don't have to tell them you to just keep praying for them until you get an update. We want to thank Susie for being that conduit to help us know uh, what's going on. So that's a, a blessing as well. Okay, let's get into the text. This will be... <laughs> No, wasn't I talking yesterday about you know humility and pride and you know it's just like I have so much pride and stuff. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Here we go. You know, you know what? Scripture's filled with this. Did you know that? Hebrews chapter five, verse five says, In the same way Christ Jesus did not exalt himself to become high priest, but God, who said to him, You are my son, today I have become your father. And also in another place, you are a priest forever, ever according to the order of Melchizedek. So we're going to really cover Melchizedek later on, and I think it's chapter 7. But what's amazing about this is that Jesus came. He could have exalted himself, and it would have been right. In other words, he could have made the claims, well, I'm the Messiah. You know, I mean, I'm here, and I'm here to help you. But instead of coming to be served, he came to serve, and he didn't exalt himself. In fact, he actually prophesied about his own death during his journey. He also prophesied on that he would be lifted up, but not by himself. And the, the big premise here is that Jesus humbled himself, and he was exalted when he was hung on the cross, but he didn't exalt himself. The Father exalted him. And in Psalm 75, I can't remember if it's verse 3 or 4, it says, Promotion comes not from the east or west, but from the Lord. He lifts up one and raises, raises up one, lifts up one and puts down another. The understanding that we get is that the Lord exalts us. And I'm just going to say this because we do radio and you guys have the chance to be on the show. And it's fun. It's, you know, it's local, but it's fun. Let me explain something to you. The idea that we want to exalt ourselves is really dangerous. And why is it dangerous? Because it's the same sin that Adam and Eve committed in the garden. You think, well, no, 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 they disobeyed God. Right, but what was the temptation? Eat this fruit, and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. We're going to exalt you, Adam and Eve, from just being dumb humans to special, really knowledgeable people, and wow, won't that be fantastic. And in a sense, they were trying to be like God. And that's what led to the downfall of humanity. Now, just, just let that resonate and consider this. When we try to exalt ourselves as opposed to the Lord exalting us, it leads to downfalls of our own character, of our own individual humanity. And it's hard. It's hard not to look at that and think, ooh, that's cool, or ooh, I want a million followers, or I want a thousand likes. or I want... It's hard not to do that because that's the way the world sets itself up, to be self-promoting narcissistic. But the Lord wants us to be last, not first, 
and the servant of all, and then he will exalt us in due time, which means when he knows it's right and when he knows it's best for us. Mm. Quite the challenge to just be humble before the Lord. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Uh, let me tell you what I, I I'm I'm, t- I'm torn between the two. I'm twixt between the torn two. You want to know why? I've got the biggest breaking story ever. No, to you be, need to do that uh, first. Yeah. I just can't wait. More than more than my whole thing about the four-way stop sign. Yep. You want me to do the number one story? That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, you better get ready. Here's what, here's my advice. I don't give this advice very often, and I don't give it uncheckfully. What's uncheckfully? I don't know. Here's the biggest story you have ever heard on the David Spoon Experience. If you have children who are listening, uh, if you are not in a car, it's time to cover their errors or send them into another room. That's how chilling this is. Ladies and gentlemen, I have it off the press literally within the last two and a half hours. Uh, Actually, it's less than two and a half hours ago. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. I have it right in my hands. Get ready. Do not, do not get nauseous when you hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a fact that as of today, the Navy, the United States Navy, officially has made its proclamation. Ready? Ready? Are you ready? Are you listening? This is the most important thing ever. You ready? That Captain Crunch is a fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, the United States Navy has declared that Captain Crunch... I do not buy it. No, listen to this. Here's why. Let me tell you why. Captain Crunch has three stripes on his cuffs, and that signifies a commander and not a captain. So uh, the United States Navy has made it absolutely known today, Captain Crunch, nay... He nay a captain. Nay. Now, it is true. Rename the cereal? No. Commander Crunch? Yes, Commander Crunch. That's the new. That's why I told you, don't let your kids hear this. It is possible that that uniform could represent either German or Portuguese Navy. They are not sure because all of those uniforms were lost with uh, their great navies. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 
Man 770, the truth station here in Texas. Big shout out to Don, who's the owner of the station. Without him being the owner of the station, you wouldn't be hearing this. Without Jennifer running the station, you wouldn't be hearing this. And without Captain Chris, you wouldn't be hearing this. I'm just a fill-in. I just yell wherever I go. Somebody puts a microphone in front of me. We call it a show. That's how we do it. Here is your first trivia question. Why? What, 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 what? Why did Zacchaeus climb a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus? Why did he climb the sycamore tree? Okay, so it's not what kind of tree did he climb. Why did he climb the tree in order to see Jesus? If you think you know the answer, you can call us at 972-445-0770. I promise Captain Chris will not bite you. Get over here. Eh, We'll see what happens. Uh, You can text in 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. And and then finally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. In the meantime, we will do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day that ends with Y would be the thing we would say is daily. Okay, so, and the whole point there, and I'm not, I'm really not trying to put any legalism on anybody, so you got to really be careful about that. Some people have a great gift from the Lord to be able to be conscious and aware of the Lord all the time. Other people have so much stuff going on and so many distractions, they need to separate time to make sure they spend time with the Lord. And either of those is fantastic. Just be doing it in the Lord. That's draw closer to the Lord daily. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Ever, never be. You don't want Jesus to be ashamed of you? Don't be ashamed of Jesus and his words. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means you are aware that there are other people in the universe. (laughs) I know, it's amazing, right? There's other people that are in the universe. After all, somebody had to wrap up my burger. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is if we are sensitive enough, Think how I did that with a little high pitch? Sensitive enough. Uh, We will be aware of what the Lord may or may not want to do through us, but just being a vessel and then being that vessel of his love, grace, mercy to other people, thereby loving the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and loving our neighbors we love ourselves. Somebody is ready to answer the trivia question, so I'm getting ready to lean that way. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, Hi, Dave. This is John. Hi, John. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. I will be praying for your friends. Yep. Yes, please do. And for Deborah. We need to be praying for Deborah, too. She's a sweetheart who calls on our show all the time. So we definitely want to be praying okay. for her as well. Um, here, you, here you go, bro. Why did okay. Zacchaeus climb a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus? Why did he do it? Um. Because he was short. That is correct, Linda! <laughs> that people might not like it, and they might think that's politically incorrect, but our response is tough. That's what had to happen. He wanted to see Jesus. There was a crowd. He was a short guy, and he thought, nope, I got an idea. I'm going to climb this tree. I'll get the best view. That worked out pretty good because Jesus ended up going into his house. So that, that worked out to be a great deal. That's right. And also... To all you little short people out there that are offended, listen, 
I'm a big, tall guy, and I'm sick and tired of bumping my head. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, why that's so funny is I'm sitting when I sit in the studio. I'm not I'm not short, but I'm not like hugely tall. But when I when I'm up against the studio, I turn my head, and, and Captain Chris will testify. I smack my nose or my glasses into the screen <laughs> in front of the a microphone, probably two or three times a show. It's like, boy, that's irritating. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, well, excellent. Hey, brother, I know you got other fish to fry and clean, so love you, love your show, and we'll be praying for all of you. Uh, love you, bro. Appreciate the call so much, and may the Lord bless you richly this weekend. Thank you, sir. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. Great job. All right, there we go. We just, we just have fun. But see, what's cool is you get to talk about stuff, and then we get to talk about the Bible stuff, and... Uh, okay, so listen, don't forget to check it out when you get to Now, you don't have to do it right now. And if you're driving, please don't check out the website. Hello. But the bottom line there is check out the website when you do get a chance. On the very bottom two links, there's two different ones. It's brochures and process A's and bro- brochures and process Z's. Uh, the irony behind this is I'm not going to say one way or another. Just tell me which one you like. That's, that's not that tough, right? Okay, neither one of them pay you money. So reduce that high level of expectation right now. Okay. All right. Uh, well, let's get ready to go in the text. But first, let's pray for Ukraine, as we've been doing consistently. We want to keep on doing that. Let's do that. Father, we come before you right now. We don't, we're not, I'm not even going to comment on any of it from a political point of view, because I don't know. And in a large sense, I don't care in this, in the capacity that I trust you, that you are in control. And I'm asking you, and we are asking you as an audience, and collectively we're asking you, let there be peace where there is war, and let the name of the Lord Jesus Christ be glorified in that situation in ways people could not understand, but may it be a testimony to your glory and bring that peace and safety and bring the gospel roaring through that country and the other countries and the rest of this world, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so we want to be diligent on things of of that nature. Do your best and, and again, when you're praying for people like in the audience, praying for recovery, or Lord bless them, you don't have to spend an hour. I spend a little more time, but I know a lot more people. But just spend, you know, mention, Lord, the audience, bless them. Let them, you know, I mean, whatever. Whatever you would want somebody to pray for you. <laughs> pray that for them. That's a good one. All right, let's go back to the text. We are in Hebrews chapter 5. We just did uh, verse 5 and 6. Here you go, and and I can go through this in great depth, but I want to be careful. Verse 7 says, During his earthly life, he offered prayers and appeals with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was the son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. He was perfected. He became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. He was declared by God a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. So again, we'll get into the Melchizedek teaching in like chapter 7 because the whole chapter is about that. So we'll do that. But there's a couple things to pick up from this for you to understand. This is probably not the best translation in the Greek, but it's sufficient to get us where we're trying to go. First thing in verse 7, it says this. During his earthly life, he offered prayers and appeals with loud cries and tears. I cannot express enough how important it is for you and I to stop putting um, 
such tight framework on our prayer time that we don't allow for emotional engagement with God. By that, I mean this. As we get into next week, the uh, the the Lord's what they call the Lord's Prayer, and it's how the Lord taught people to pray. And actually, the Lord's Prayer should be the John seventeen prayer, but we'll just that's a whole nother. We'll even talk about that later. But the idea behind it is that Jesus said, "Pray in this manner." And so, what people do is they think that's exactly how I should pray, or I've got to stick to this exact model, or I can't, I can't have any alteration in how I pray. Uh, blah blah blah. And I've I've been praying for quite some time, and I, the the greatest gift that God has given me is I change my model all the time depending on what's going on. I use one one structure one way, another structure another way. Sometimes I've gotten before the Lord in my prayer time, and I've not said a single thing. Sometimes I've gotten before the Lord, and all I do is say thank you. I don't say anything else. It's not like he doesn't know. It's, it's so silly, right? So what I want you to see in this text more than anything else is verse 7, during his earthly life, he offered prayers and appeals with loud cries and tears. And it says, to the one who was able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverence. And people are thinking, well, no, no, Jesus died on the cross. He almost was pushed off the cliff, if you guys remember, when they tried, when they, when they in one of the times they tried to make him king, and then they also, also, also almost pushed him off a cliff, but then he walked right down in the middle. God saved the Lord Jesus Christ multiple times, just like he saved your life multiple times. That is not the focus of the verse, which is we're good at, you know. The focus of the verse is how he engaged with the Father, with loud cries and tears. There are times where you come before the Lord and you should be silent. And there's other times where you come before the Lord and you should yell. You're not yelling at God. You're yelling to God, okay? Yelling at God will not get you anywhere. Yelling to God is honest. And it's like, do that. And it says he did it with, with I don't know if he does, but he did it with tears, now, you have to pull back the religiosity from Christianity and the churchianity part, which is, you know, unfortunate. But it is what it is. The Lord's working, and you don't really want to talk about God's bride because <laughs> talk about Noel, it's, it's over kind of thing, right? So if you, we talk about his bride, you got to be careful, right? But Jesus prayed weeping with tears. And there's an emotional component to engaging with God. And that is not only okay, it's an example. You don't have to be intellectually astute with God. You come and you bring him your heart. You know, Tommy Barnett preached this great, great message years ago. He goes, there are many things God wants from you, but the thing he wants the most is your heart. It's like, that's just so good. It's like, that's right. Because from your heart will flow all the things of life. When you come before the Lord, be yourself, emotional or not emotional at that time. It depends on what's going on. But you have the freedom to do that. Be yourself when you spend time in prayer. Don't pray for holy hearers. Pray for your dad to give you a big hug. Try that. That's much more effective. Okay? All right. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business. 
but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Before we pray and before we get going, it's important for you to understand kind of where I'm coming from. A lot of you who, uh, those of you that were in the first service are going, oh no, here comes that joke again. Uh, Wrong, it's a different joke, so we'll go with that. Let's understand that being born and raised Jewish and becoming a Christian is very simply understood for all of you. That means two Jews, three opinions. If you can't figure that out, you're going to have a tough time the rest of this time. So let's talk about what that perspective is and what I learned growing up. There was a lady and she was on a bus. And she was sitting next to a guy. And she turns over to the guy and she taps him and she goes, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, mister, mister, are you Jewish? And he goes, no, no, I'm not. She goes, okay, thanks. Going further down, she taps him again. She goes, excuse me, excuse me, mister. She goes, are are you Jewish? He goes, no, I'm not Jewish, but thank you for asking. I appreciate that. They go a little further down, and she taps him again. She goes, excuse me one more time, mister. Are you sure you're not Jewish? He goes, no, I am not Jewish. I am not. She goes, okay, that's fine. A little further down, she taps him again. She goes, are you really sure you're not Jewish? He goes, fine, fine, I'm Jewish. She goes, funny, you don't look Jewish.